UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Today's game is brought to you by Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers at 866-219-0672. And in part by the Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Iron sharpens iron. Call now at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. And Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati. Call 513-579-0010. Mount St. Joseph University College Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the floor for this Lions game. I'm here from the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell, and we've got doubleheader basketball action for you this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as the Mount St. Joseph Lions will be entertaining the Rose Holman Fighting Engineers. The women's game will be the first one to tip off this afternoon, so let's check out, hopefully, the starting lineups for this afternoon's ball game. As normally, they are put on the they're normally put on the computer. But right now, I'm trying to get the starting lineups, and we'll have to figure them out as they're introduced here this afternoon. As we head into this ball game, the Fighting Engineers 1-11 and on the year. They're 0-5 on the season. Meanwhile, the Lions are 2-10 and and 1-4 and in the Heartland Conference. Starting it off for the Fighting Engineers this afternoon will be number 14, and that will be Nola Wilson. Wilson is a... 5'6 freshman coming into this afternoon's ballgame. Then comes number 33, Kaylin Jester. She is a 6-foot freshman. At the other forward will be number 54, excuse me, 54. That'll be Noza Igihan. Igihan will be in the middle this afternoon. And then we've got Desiree Webster and Rose Burnham will be the starting lineups as I try to catch them as we move along here this afternoon. Now for the starting lineup for the Mount St. Joseph Lions heading into this afternoon's ball game. They are going to start this afternoon at the forward positions. Chloe Jansen, number 24, a 5'7 freshman. And it'll be Maddie Haberthy at the other forward, number 3, a 5'5 junior. She leads the Lions in scoring this season, scoring at an average of 15.5 points per ballgame. Jaleel Fair-Harris will be one guard this afternoon. She is number 5, a 5'6 junior. And at the other guard for the Lions, checking into the middle, will be Aaliyah Huff. Aaliyah Huff will be in the middle this afternoon. Huff, a six foot junior. Huff coming in averaging 6.4 points per ball game. And at the other guard this afternoon for the Lions as they break the huddle. We'll take a look at that. Rose Holman, as we tell you, they come out onto the floor adorned in their maroon uniforms with white numerals and trim. And the other starter this afternoon will be Haley Scott for the Lions. Scott, a 5'7 senior. And Scott, or sophomore, excuse me, Scott averaging 
three points per ball game. It'll be Huff in the center circle against Noza Igahan. The Lions will be going from left to right on your computer screen. Ball is in the air, tip controlled into the backcourt to Rose Holman, and we're underway as the engineers go from right to left across your computer screen. With it on the left-hand side is Jester. Jester looks down into the corner and gets it off to Wilson. Wilson back out front, and it goes to Jester. Now to Burnham. Burnham with the basketball, back over to Wilson. Wilson kicks it over to Jester for Woody for the shot. Woody is out of Milford High School. Put it up, no good. Rebound taken down by Rose Holman, but it was stripped away and taken away by the Lions. Into the front court, they get the ball down into the left corner to Haberthy. Left of the lane to Huff. Huff spins inside, gets it out to Moody for the shot. Excuse me. That is Scott for the shot. No good. And the rebound taken down by Burnham. Burnham will bring it across the timeline into the front court. She goes on the right-hand side to Woody. Woody with the basketball, now running the point. She's the only senior in the starting lineup for John Prevost fighting engineers. Bounce pass goes to Igehan. Igehan goes on the right-hand side to Woody again. Woody guarded by Maddie Haberthy. Gets the top of the key to Wilson. Wilson with it. Dribbles to the right side. Three on the shot clock. Ball knocked away. Stolen by Harris. Harris is going to bring it up on the break. Now peels it out to the left wing and resets the offense. She gets it over on the left-hand side to Maddie Haberthy. Now drillovers it to Scott. Left of the lane to Huff. Huff at the left of the circle. Back over to Jansen. Now top of the key to Haberthy. Around a pick by Huff to the left wing. Back out to Harris. Sideline left. And now she'll set the offense up with 10 on the shot clock here in the first quarter. Dribbles right side. Harris down to the baseline. Kicks the ball back into the middle to Haberthy. Left of the lane. Has to force up a 15-footer. Missed everything. Harris saved it on the baseline. Then threw it off of... Rose Holman and out of bounds, but they're going to say that the shot clock had expired prior to Harris saving the ball on the baseline and throwing it off of Burnham. So 8.21 left to go. We've got no scores. We've just begun here from the Harrington Center, this double dip this afternoon. Woody will bring it across the timeline. Lions in that man-to-man defense. He's guarded by Haberth. He goes off to Igehan, not to Burnham. Burnham swings it over to Woody on the left wing. Woody looking down low, gets it to Igehan, and an offensive foul moving pick is going to be called away from the ball. And that will be, I believe they're going to call that, on Woody. Nope, it's going to be on Nola Wilson. Wilson picks up her first, and the first against either team here this afternoon. 8.06 left to go in this first quarter of play. Lions have the basketball. And bringing it across is Jansen around a pick by Huff to the free throw line. Right of the lane. Kicks it off right wing to Haberthy. Dribbles inside the lane. Lost the handle. Got it back. Top of the key to Harris. She'll drive inside the lane. Throws up a 10-foot floater off the rim and iron. No good. And the rebound tapped out of bounds by Aaliyah Huff. So it will go back to Rose Hallman. Second game will get underway. The fighting engineers against the mount. That'll get underway about a half an hour after this one. Bringing it across is Woody. Woody double teamed now as Dan Benjamin goes to a half-court trap off to Wilson. Left wing jumper, no good. Just inside the arc. Rebound chased down on the left sideline. It'll go out of bounds. And it will go back to Rose Holman as it was last touched by Chloe Jansen. So putting the basketball in play will be Rose Holman. Jester triggers it in. In the front court on the far side to Woody. Back to Jester. Right in the lane to Igehan. Igehan into the lane. Went up and down with it. And she walked with the basketball. Turnovers even at one apiece. 7.26 to go in this first quarter. We've got no score. These two teams at the bottom of the Heartland Conference. Rose winless. 
the Mount with just one win, and that was over Earlham about three weeks ago. Jansen on the right baseline, dribbles inside the lane, all the way to the hole, lays it up, no good, and Igehan grabs the rebound. Igehan dribbles out of a crowd, gets it off to Wilson, and Wilson will bring it up on the run for Rose Holman. She'll bring it across the timeline into the front court. Bounce pass on the right side to Woody. Got the ball knocked free, but got it back. Gets it off the right side. Bounce pass left of the lane. Kicks it off to Wilson on the left side for the corner. Put it up. No good. An air ball. And it's pulled out of the air by Aaliyah Huff. She'll trigger it up the floor to Fair Harris into the front court. Behind the back dribble. Top of the key to Haberthy. Haberthy against the Rose man-to-man also. Now dribbles it over to the left-hand side, and the Lions will reset the offense. 15 on the clock. Dribbles around a pick by Huff. Haberthy, left elbow, put it up from 15. No good, too hard. And Woody grabbed the rebound for Rose Holman. And she's double-teamed in the backcourt and then threw it to Wilson, threw it over her head and right into the scorer's table for the turnover. Coming into the ball game, Cameron McCool. And also in is going to be Mackenzie Markham, number 10. Cameron McCool is a 5'10 sophomore and also in Markham a 5'4 junior had 17 points on Wednesday night with it is Scott gets it off to Jansen Jansen dribbles left side now back on top of the key crossover dribble to the left wing again over to Haberthy sideline left dribbles to the free throw line between the legs dribble now to Scott Scott 14 footer left elbow no good and the rebound taken down by Igehan she's controlling the boards here this afternoon up the floor to Wilson Wilson all the way to the hole she'll put it up with the right hand no good we're still scoreless and Igehan went up for the rebound and bounced it off of the knee of Matty Haberthy so it will stay at this end of the floor and the engineers with 5.59 to go in the first quarter of play from the Harrington Center. Putting it in play will be Woody. Woody throws it out high between the circles to Igehan, and she'll call out the play to Wilson, left-hand side Woody. Woody with it, looking underneath, can't find anyone. Now brings it out top of the key to Igehan, over to Wilson, sideline right. And it goes to Jester. Jester back out to Burnham. Bounce past Agahan. Now to Jester. Jester three on the shot clock into the lane. She's going to throw it up with the left hand off the glass and rim. No, but Burnham got the offensive rebound. And the official, the buzzer sounded for the shot clock violation, but it actually had hit the rim. And the official from the outside spotted it. So they'll set the shot clock at 19 and give the ball back to Rose. Out of the ball game is Jester, and in is Jordan Barlow, a 6'1 freshman. This Rose team is inundated with freshmen, and Barlow's got the basketball left wing. Gets it off to Wilson on the right side to Woody. Woody looking around, can't find anyone from the right wing. Dribbles in against Haberthy, spins to her left, right of the lane. Gets it back out front to Jordan Barlow. Barlow dribbles down to the right baseline, got the ball stripped and stolen away by Jansen. Jansen will bring it the other way for the mound. From left to right, up to the top of the key. Right side Markham, now to Jansen. Right wing all alone for the three. Hit it off the backboard and put it in. Chloe Jansen with her first three. Lions take the initial lead, and we're almost five minutes into this ball game. Three-nothing. It went that long scoreless. With it between the circles is Wilson. Bounce pass on the left-hand side to Woody. Now back to Burnham. Burnham swings it over to Wilson on the right wing outside the arc. Looking down low for Egehan, but can't find her. She's double-teamed. Tried to get it to Burnham. Taken away by Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it up two-on-one. Bounce pass left side to Markham. She'll go in for the layup. Laid it up and good, but she also committed a traveling violation before she put the ball in. So the bucket will not count. 
Scott will leave the ball game, and Rachel Moody comes in for the Lions. Maddie Haberthy is going to get a breather also, but before we tell you about all that, we're going to take the media timeout. 4.44 left to go in this first quarter of play from the Harrington Center. It's the Mount 3, Rose Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Well, should be a good crowd here this afternoon. The students are filtering back to school as school will start again here at the Mount on Monday. The Roger Bacon High School basketball team is going to be here this afternoon to watch their former teammate Craig McGee play for Rose Holman and he's a most valuable player candidate for this league this year. And after that media timeout, Rose Holman has the basketball. Barlow tried to kick it down low but got it knocked away and out of bounds. So putting it in play will be Woody. Woody looking things over, and she'll put it in play right of her own bucket. With four and a half left to go in this first quarter play. Three-nothing mount on top of it. Woody looking, looking. Gets the ball into Webster. Left corner. Dribbles left of the lane. Dumps it off underneath the Woody right of the lane. Got shut off. Put it up anyway. Forced it up. Nope. And the rebound taken down by the Lions. Chloe Jansen. Jansen will lead the break up the floor. Left sideline. Under the corner to Markham. And now gets it back out front to Jaleel Fair-Harris. And she'll set up the offense. Fair-Harris started starting for the Lions about three games ago at the point guard position. Hands it off to Markham on the right side to Cameron McCool. She plays on the softball team. Dribbles left of the lane. Back over on the left sideline to Jansen. Jansen left of the circle. Four on the shot clock. Puts up the three. Got it! Jansen's got six. And the Lions are up six to nothing based on those two threes by Jansen. 3.45 to go in the first quarter. Wilson, the other direction, stops between the circles as Rose runs a 1-4 high-low. They get the ball over on the left-hand side. Woody all alone for 17. Left side, got it. Hannah Woody with her first two, 6-2. Mount on top of it, three and a half left to go in this first quarter of play from Cincinnati. Jansen brings it up the left-hand side, gets it off to Markham. She almost walked with the basketball. As she didn't get a very good feed from Jansen. Spins around, back out between the circles to Chloe. Jansen with the basketball, guarded by Webster, kicks it off into the left baseline, into the corner to Jaleel Fairharris, put up the three, no good, and the rebound taken down by Wilson. Nola Wilson leads the break up the floor on the left-hand side, now gets a right wing to Woody, dribbles down to the right baseline from 12, overshot the bucket, rebound taken down by Barlow. Barlow kicks it back out to Webster, now over on the right side, Woody, between the circles, it goes to Avery Lumen, who's into the ballgame now for John Prevo. Lumen gets it back out front to 
to Woody. Now top of the key to Nola Wilson for the three. She had to throw it up at the shot clock buzzer. Nope, and the rebound taken down by Rachel Moody. Moody will get it off to Jansen. Crossover dribble to the left of the lane. Into the left corner to Jaleel Fair-Harris for the three again. No good. Rebound kicks out long off the back iron. Taken down by Rose. They get the ball up the floor into the hands of Webster, and she lays it up and in. Webster with her first two, and Rose has cut it to 6-4, 2.18 to go in this first quarter of action from the Harrington Center. On the right-hand side is Markham. Now to Harris. Harris drives inside the lane, dumps it off on the right side to Rachel Moody. Got the ball knocked free and stolen away by Webster. Webster kicks it up the floor into the front court with the right-hand dribble. Bouncing the pass over to Nola Wilson outside the arc on the right side. Now to Woody, top of the key. Woody looking underneath, feeds it over on the left-hand side to Lumen. Lumen now to Webster. Back out front, Wilson. Left of the circle on the right side. Now to Woody for the long three right wing. Hit the back iron. Nope. And a nice box out by the mountain. And the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. Leads the break up the floor. Three on two, but doesn't find anything. Now to Markham. All alone. Three-pointer. Left wing. Got it. Boy, Markham has been hotter than a firecracker lately. She's got her first three, and it's 9-4 Mount with a minute 23 to go in this first quarter. With the basketball, Webster bounce pass over on the right sideline to Noel Wilson. Gets it back out front to Barlow. Barlow on the left-hand side, Webster, top of the key, Woody. Woody dribbles left of the lane, stops at the wing, kicks it over to Webster, into the lane, stops. Tried to pop a 14-footer, but she was tied up and will be have a jump ball. Cameron McCool put the ball right back in her face. They call it jump ball, and... The Lions will get it back on the alternating jump ball, and McCool will leave the ball game. And back in is Maddie Haberthorn. That's one thing Dan Benjamin has tried to do over the last few games is give Haberthy a break. She was leading the league in minutes played for the longest time. Maggie Schoolfield into the ball game for the Lions, 5'7 freshman. And sitting down is going to be Cameron McCool. Aaliyah Huff is back into the ball game also for Rachel Moody. Schoolfield gets it back out to Maddie Haberthy. Now to Schoolfield. Over to Aaliyah Huff. She wasn't even looking for it. Lost the handle. Picks it back up on the right sideline. And dishes it back out to Markham. She's going to shoot the long three. No good. But Markham got her own rebound. Chased it down. Now to Haberthy. Haberthy at the wing. Dribbles down to the right corner. Now back out to the wing and gets it back out front to Markham. Markham with it on the between the circles. Goes over to Rachel Moody. Moody with it down on the right sideline to Haberthy. Dribbles top of the key with the, to the free throw line. Down into the left corner. It goes to Moody. And then the Lions just gave it up. Schoolfield did not know how much time was left on the shot clock. And the Lions turn it over. So 21 seconds to go in the ball game. Or in the first quarter, excuse me. Getting ahead of myself. And it's 9-4 to four mount as Rose has the basketball on the right-hand side, Woody. Woody, top of the key to Brewster, to Webster. Excuse me, Webster's going to shoot the long three. No good, had missed it off the side iron. Rebound loose on the floor, picked up by Maddie Haberthy, and Haberthy's going to be tied up on the play by Avery Lumen, and the ball will stay with Rose Hallman on the alternating jump ball. Now, Jansen will come back in for defensive purposes, and leaving is Schoolcraft. Schoolfield, excuse me. So Schoolfield leaves. 
One second to go. Rose putting the ball in play in the front court. They inbounded to Brewster. Long three. Won't go. Missed everything. And that's the end of the first quarter of play. So your score at the end of one from the Harrington Center. It's the Mount 9, Rose Hallman 4. In game one of our doubleheader, I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility, giving you an opportunity to work. Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today, 579-0010. Well, right now the Lions are being led by Chloe Jansen with six points in the ballgame. Mackenzie Markham with three. And meanwhile, for Rose, very easy to tally up their stats. Desiree Webster and Hannah Woody each have two. And it's 9-4 as we enter the second quarter of action. The mount on top of it. And they get the basketball to open the second quarter of play here from the Harrington Center. Haberthy is out on the floor. Haberthy is out on the floor for the Lions along with Chloe Jansen. Haley Scott, Aaliyah Huff, and Jaleel Fair-Harris is out there also for the Lions. Try to get Rose Holman's out lineup for you here in just a second. Jansen with the basketball, dribbled, press over dribble, down left of the lane, kicks it back out to Scott. Now top of the key to Harris. She'll drive left of the lane, throw it up with the left hand too hard. Huff got the offensive rebound, though. Triple teamed on the left side, and they're going to call a foul on the rebound. For Rose Holman, they have got Webster out on the floor along with Jester, who's out there, Woody, Barlow, and Avery Lumen out on the floor for Rose Holman to start the second quarter of play. Lions got the basketball to open up the second quarter. And putting it in play is Jansen, top of the key, Haberthy, right side to Scott, underneath to Leah Huff, put up the shot, nice blocked out of the air by Jordan Barlow, and it's pulled down by Woody. Woody will bring it up the floor, up the right-hand side, and it goes on the right wing to Jester. Jester dumps it off underneath to Barlow, back out front to Jester, left side to Lumen. Lumen gets it over to Webster, now back over on the right-hand side to Barlow for the two, got it. The 6-1 freshman, Jordan Barlow, with her first two. And it's 9-6. Lions lead it by three here at the beginning of the second quarter of play. With the top of the circle is Jansen. Kicks it over to Maddie Haberthy. Left baseline from the corner for three. Missed it. Overshot the bucket. And the rebound pulled down by Barlow. Barlow clears it up the floor into the front court to Woody. 
Woody between the circles. Back to Barlow. Barlow with the basketball. Right side. Goes over on the left-hand side. Kicks it off. Stolen away by Haberthy. Haberthy gets it up the floor into the front court on the right-hand side. Now top of the circle. Bounces a pass to Jansen. All alone. Right wing. Three. Got it. Jansen has got nine on three three three-pointers. And it's 12-6. Lions have doubled up on Rose, and they get another turnover as Haberthy brings it up the floor. Up the left-hand side, it goes to Jansen. Left baseline, dribbles left baseline. Kicks it back outside and threw it right over the head of Haley Scott and out of bounds. Lions have got four turnovers so far in this ballgame. Compared to just three for Rose Hallman, but they are scorching from the three-point arc as all of their buckets have come from three-point range. Webster will bring it across into the front court for the Lions, for the fighting engineers, and she goes right-hand side to Igihan. Igihan is back into the ballgame, back to Webster, left wing, dumps it off left of the lane to Igihan, guarded by Huff, spins to the baseline, back out to Webster, all alone for the 17-footer inside the arc, left wing, no good, and the rebound taken down by Chloe Jansen. She's got three rebounds this afternoon. Bringing it up the floor into the front court for the Lions is Jansen. Jansen has it on the right-hand side. Now gets it between the circles. Jansen with the left-hand dribble around a pick by Huff. Kicks it over to Markham. Left sideline between the circles to Fair Harris. Harris with the basketball with 10 on the shot clock. Left of the front court. Behind the back dribble. Drives inside the lane. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Barlow. Barlow kicks it up the floor to Lumen. Lumen goes over to Woody on the right side in the front court. Bounce pass to Igihan inside the lane. Turnaround shot with the left hand. No good. But she was fouled, putting up the shot, and she'll go to the line, shooting two. Foul will be called on Aaliyah Huff, and that is her first. Matter of fact, that is the first team foul against the Lions in this ballgame. We went through the entire first quarter with only one foul committed, and that was by Rose. Igihan goes line left. The freshman... Got glasses on, puts up the first one, and it is no good. She is a six-foot freshman. Igihan from the line coming into this afternoon's ballgame, 33%. She struggles. Boy, you could tell the way she short-arms the basketball. That time she extended and didn't get it, rattled in and out, but coming down with the rebound is Lewin. Gets it back down on the left baseline to Jordan Barlow, put it up and in. So Barlow got her fourth point, and Rose cuts it to four at 12 to eight. Into the front court comes Jansen. Jansen, bounce pass to Haberthy, now right in the lane, it goes to Huff, back to Haberthy, top of the key, right wing Markle. Back over to Haberthy between the circles. Haberthy with the basketball, dribbles to the right side, hands it off to Markham again, bounce pass to the left elbow to Huff. She's going to drive inside the lane, kick it off to Jansen, right corner. Jansen's going to throw up a shot with three on the shot clock. Rebound knocked around and out of bounds. Last touch by the Lions, it goes back to Rose Holman. Boy, the Lions have really played games with the shot clock here this afternoon. Scott's going to leave the ball game now for the Lions and checking back in Cameron McCool. So Markham is out there with McCool, Huff, Haberthy, and Jansen. Barlow out on the floor along with Webster. Jester's back out onto the floor along with Igihan and Wilson. Wilson with the basketball right now. Kicks it over on the right-hand side to Jester. Jester dumps it off to Webster on the left-hand side to Igihan. Put it up on the left-hand. Good. 
Nice feed from Wilson. Iggy Hans got her first two. And it's 12-10, 6-15 to go in this first half. Huff with it at the left elbow. Now to Haberthy. Right of the circle. Put it up from three. Too hard off the back iron. And Barlow got the rebound. Barlow gets it up the floor to Wilson. Now right of the circle to Barlow for the two. Got it. Jordan Barlow's got six. And for the first time this afternoon, we are knotted up at 12. It seems to be the pattern for the Lions this year. They get off to a good start, and then they give it away in the second quarter. And Jansen brings it up, kicks it off of her foot, and out of bounds. So the turnover gives it back to Rose. Maddie Haberthy out of the ball game now, and Jaleel Fair-Harris checks back in. 5.43 left to go in the first half. Bring it across is Desiree Webster down to the left wing. Now spins to her left, crossover dribble to the left baseline, throws up an air ball from five feet, pulled out of the air by Aaliyah Huff. She clears it off to Chloe Jansen into the front court. Jansen to the top of the key with a right-hand dribble, stops, pops it from the top side. Got it! Boy, she's feeling it this afternoon. She's got 12 on four three-pointers, and it's 15-12. The Lions have regained the lead by three. 5-13 to go in this first half. Wilson, bounce pass on the right-hand side, knocked away, stolen away by Jansen, then taken away by Iggy Hahn, but it was done because Jansen was fouled on the play by Kalan Jester. So Jester picks up her first personal, and that's the second against Rose here in this second quarter, 5.07 remaining. Media timeout will be coming here pretty soon. Woody's going to come to the scorer's table for Rose to come in at the next dead ball. Huff tried to catch the pass with one hand, lost it, and it goes back to Rose up the floor as Wilson into the front court up the left-hand side. Now dribbles between the circles, goes to Webster, right wing, back out front to Igyahan, and then Igyahan threw it over to Wilson in the left wing, left of the lane to Barlow, and then Barlow got fouled trying to spin into the lane. That's a foul that's going to be called against Cameron McCool. That's her first. And the second against the Lions as a team. And as we say that, how prophetic I was. Here's the media timeout. 4.43 to go in the first half of play from the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Your score, it's the Mount 15, Rose 12 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky, schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Nearly 100% of our incoming undergraduate students receive scholarships, grants, or financial aid. And with small class sizes and a 98% undergraduate career placement rate, the Mount leads the way in educational value and student success. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, after that timeout, 4.43 remaining to go in the first half, 15-12. Ohio State men's basketball team really reeling as of late. They fell this afternoon at Indiana, 66-54, a 12-point loss by the Buckeyes. After being number one in the country 
for a short period of time. The Buckeyes have lost four of their last five. Rosoma dumps it off underneath to Igyahan, and Igyahan lays it up and in. Igyahan with four, cuts the mount lead to one, 15-14. Jansen into the front court, goes off on the left sideline to Farrah Harris. Harris dribbles top of the circle, now kicks it back over to Jansen, left of the front court. Jansen with the basketball, sets up the offense with 13 on the shot clock. Around a pick by Scott. Got it back to Scott in the give and go. Gives it back to Jansen, right of the lane. Jansen's got a dribble out of a double team. Five on the shot clock, back down to the right baseline. Throws it up, and no, but she was knocked to the floor. And the foul will be called against Rose Holman. So Jansen will go to the line, shooting two. Foul's going to be called on Jester. That is her second and that's the third against Rose as a team, but it doesn't matter because Jansen was in the act of shooting, so she'll go to the line shooting two. Eyes up from line right, put it up, and got it. Boy, when you're hot, you're hot. That hit off. it up was Jester no good and the rebound taken down by Jansen Jansen kicks it off into the left baseline into the corner to Markham for three got it Markham has got six every field goal the Lions have this afternoon is from three-point range four from Jansen two from Markham and a field and a free throw by Jansen in the ball game with it on the left hand side now is Woody back out front to Jester and Jester walk with the basketball. Five turnovers in the ball game against the Lions or against Rose Holman, excuse me. 3:15 left to go in the first half. 19-14 and the Lions have it at three-quarter court. They inbound the ball to Jansen and she'll bring it up. Jansen looking in against the man-to-man. Kicks it over on the right side to Haberthy. He's back into the ballgame. Now to Jansen. Goes over on the left-hand side to Markham. Back out front, Haberthy. Haberthy on the right side of the lane. And she's going to be bodied up and fouled by Hannah Woody. Woody with her first personal with 2.59 to go in this first half. And that's the fourth against Rose as a team. So the Lions will have the basketball. Out of bounds in front of the Rose bench. They inbound the ball to Haberthy. Aaliyah Huff will come in at the next dead ball for the Lions. Haberthy with the top of the circle to the left wing. Goes back over to Cameron McCool. Dribbles to the left elbow. Now to Jansen. Right wing three. Got it again. Holy cow. Jansen's got 16 and it's 22-14. Lions lead it by 8. 2.35 left to go. Into the front court. Wilson here in the first half. Gets it over to Woody, right wing. Now back out front to Burnham. Burnham is back into the ballgame. Now to Nola Wilson, looking underneath here for Igyahan. Goes back outside to Woody. Woody around a pick by Igyahan. Left wing, picks up her dribble, dumps it off underneath to Igyahan. And coming over the top is Cameron McCool trying to knock the pass away. On Cameron, that'll be her second. And that's the third against the Lions as a team. So Aaliyah Huff will come into the ballgame. And McCool will leave with those two. Now also coming in, Rachel Moody, and sitting down is Haley Scott for the Lions. 2.16 remaining in this first half. 
been a good one so far. The Lions are just scorching from three-point range, but they haven't really taken any shots inside the arc here this afternoon. Webster's back into the ballgame for Rose. She dribbles inside the arc at the left wing. Now to Wilson over on the right side, Woody. Woody stops, pops it from 15 right wing, hit it off the front iron, no good. Rebound battled for it, taken down by Chloe Jansen. Jansen's got four of those this afternoon. She brings it up on the break. On the left wing to Haberthy. Left corner Markham. Back out to the left wing Haberthy as the Lions overload the left side of the front court. Jansen with it. Hands it off to Haberthy. And now they'll try to run something to the right. But they go back to the left wing. And it goes to Jansen. Top of the key Haberthy. She'll drive right of the lane. All the way to the hole. Lay it up. And it won't go. Bounced around. Fell off. Rebound tapped outside. It comes down into the hands of Burnham. Burnham clears it off into the front court to Woody. Woody brings it from right to left to the top of the circle. Back over to Burnham, left-hand side. Over to Wilson, left wing. Wilson near the left sideline, outside the arc, guarded by Haberthy. Now to Webster on the right side, Woody. Woody back over to Webster, left wing. Dribbles inside the lane with a right hand. Shoots him from 12, no good. And the rebound taken down by Rachel Moody. Moody's got a couple of those this afternoon. Up the floor is Jansen on the right side, Markham. Down into the right corner to Haberthy for the long three. Got it! Might as well join the crowd. That's what Haberthy says. I'll shoot a three also. A minute five to go in the first half, and John Prevo is forced to use a 30-second timeout here towards the end of the half. Not something that he really wanted to do, but he's got to stymie this three-point explosion that the Lions have got here with a minute five to go in the first half of action. Second game of our doubleheader coming up about a half an hour after this one, and that will have the men's teams from Rose Hallman and the Mount coming in to play this afternoon. Rose Hallman really has had a tough go of it. They were expected to be at the top of the men's standings. But right now they are 3-2 and two in the conference, 6-6 six and six overall, taking on the Mount St. Joseph Lions, who are 1-4 in the conference and 3-9 and overall this year under Toby Kerrigan. That game will tip off about a half an hour from now. We'll have that one. Of course, for you also on Ultimate Sports Talk. After that timeout by John Prevo. Rose has the basketball right side to Woody. Woody got it knocked free, stolen away by Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it up from left to right. She dribbles to the top of the key, stops, pops it from 17. Got it! Haberthy's got five. Lions have opened up a 13-point lead at 27-14. to 14, A half a minute to go in this first half. Wilson in the backcourt, 25 in the shot clock. Wilson... But right in the center circle now. Dribbles over to the right. She's putting a lot of dribbling on against Fair Harris. Tried to throw it to the left-hand side. Stolen by Haberthy. Two-on-one. Haberthy over to Fair Harris. Stops. Pops him for five. No good. And the rebound taken down by Wilson. Wilson with 15 on the game clock. And a foul is going to be called. And the officials look at each other. And now I guess one of them decides that they're going to call a foul. And that will be against Jaleel Fair Harris. That is her first foul, and that's the fourth against the Lions as a team. So Rose will have it out on the near side, right to the right of the scorer's table. And Woody will put it in play with 17.4 left to go in the first half. Woody looking against pressure against the Lions, inbounds the basketball, it deep in the backcourt to Webster, now across the timeline. Webster with 11 seconds to go in the half. On the right side to Jordan Barlow back out front, stolen away by Jansen. Jansen drives all the way to the lane, put it up, blocked out of bounds by Burnham with 1.5 seconds left to go. Nice defensive play 
by Rose Burnham, the 5'11 freshman, with her block shot. Now Egehan will come into the ball game. Lions will have it right of their own bucket. Markham will put it in play. Now Markham is going to move over to the right corner. Fair Harris will leave. And into the contest is Carly Dalton for the first time. Putting it in play will be Jansen. Top of the key, Haberthy. They got the shot they wanted. Haberthy at the buzzer. Missed everything. And that's the end of the first half of action. Lions outscore Rose Holman in that second quarter of play. 18-10 to to go in at halftime, leading it by 13. 27-14. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll have the stat story for this afternoon's ballgame when we return to the Harrington Center. Your score at the half. It's Mount St. Joseph 27, Rose 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed with integrity and zero judgment at Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. At Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers, we utilize ink analytics, our plastic surgeon-developed diagnostics. Our exclusive ink analytics system lets us measure your tattoo against more than 60,000 treatments completed by our team. Reviewing over 40 unique factors about your skin and tattoo, Ink Analytics is able to predict the number of treatments you'll need to remove your ink, taking the guesswork out of tattoo removal. Because we're so confident in Ink Analytics, we guarantee our results, which means if your ink is gone before eight treatments, we will prorate and give you money back. And if your ink is not gone in eight treatments, we'll continue to treat you at no cost for up to a year. That's the Invisible Ink Guarantee. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling them at 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. The following is a special sports presentation. So your score here at the half. The Lions are leading it by 13 here at the half. 27 to 14. We'll be back to take a look at the scoreboard and have more on our halftime show after this. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph University Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, so it's time for the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen staffing located at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield. We'll go back to the floor for the stat story and interviews for today's game after this from Minutemen Staffing. Minutemen Staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out, in most cases on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen Staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. 
We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Dave Mitchell back at the Harrington Center, 27-14, the Mount leading over Rose Holman. And right now they are celebrating 50 years of basketball here at the Mount on the floor right now. And, boy, they have got a lot of the alumni that have come back here this afternoon for the celebration of 50 years of women's basketball at Mount St. Joseph University. There's some games going on around the Heartland Conference this afternoon. Let's take a look at the scoreboard for those that are happening in women's basketball. Don't forget the second game of our doubleheader coming up this afternoon. It'll be about a half an hour after this one, and that will have the Lion men taking on Rose Holman in that ball game. Should be a very entertaining one. We're going to have a lot of high school kids around here. The students are back in, coming back for school here at the university on Monday, but there's a lot of them that have moved back in after the holiday session back here at Mount St. Joseph University. Here's a look at the scores at the end of third in women's basketball. Franklin is leading by 12 over Anderson, 56 to 44. Transylvania won big over Defiance this afternoon, 75 to 46. Right now at halftime, Earlham is leading by six over Manchester, 34-28. And at four o'clock this afternoon, Hanover is entertaining Bluffton. In Division I men's basketball action today, we already told you about Ohio State losing to Indiana, 66-54. to Other final scores around the country, Kentucky ranked 14th. They beat Alabama 76-67. to 16th-ranked Villanova by 14 over Georgetown in their ballgame, 80-66. to Also in men's college basketball action this afternoon, Dayton defeated UMass 88-60. The Flyers are ranked 16th in the country this week. And games that are going on right now, Baylor up big. Baylor fourth-ranked in the country, playing third-ranked Kansas. And the Bears are up big over the Jayhawks, 60-44 to with 3.53 left to go in that ballgame. Elsewhere, with just 40 seconds left to go in the first half, it is Louisville, 13th ranked in the country, beating Notre Dame, 36-22. to Penn State is losing to Wisconsin, 21-14, with six minutes to go in the first half of action. In games that will be happening later on this afternoon, tip-offs at 4 o'clock, Syracuse is at 18th ranked Virginia. Also at 4 o'clock, number one ranked Gonzaga will be at Loyola Marymount. At 6 o'clock tonight, 22nd-ranked Texas Tech will be at 17th-rated West Virginia University. Tonight in college basketball, 2nd-ranked Duke is at Wake Forest. San Diego State, 7th-ranked in the country. At 10 o'clock tonight, will tip off against Boise State. And at 10.30, Oregon will host Arizona State. We'll be back to take a look at the stat story for this afternoon's ball game. Right now, the Mount leading it by 13 at the half, 27-14 over Rose Holman. We'll be back with more right after this. Minutemen Staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out. In most cases, on a temporary to permanent work assignment. 
Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen Staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Now back here at the Harrington Center, I'm Dave Mitchell. Boy, it's neat to see this. So many women that have played over the last 50 years of college basketball here at Mount St. Joseph University. And when you sit up here in the perch that I'm at and see all the different styles of play that would have been played all the way back into the 1970s, boy, it's amazing just to see what could have been done and even back into the 60s you've got the walk-up style where there was no shot clock everybody played his own defense you passed the ball around the perimeter until you got an easy shot inside then came the era of the three-point shot but that didn't hit women's basketball until probably about 10 years after it had hit men's basketball and now just to see the evolution of how women are now put on tv you see all the big games on ESPN and Fox Sports and just how much the game has revolutionized. Even to a point where John Wooden, one of the greatest coaches in college basketball history, at one point said women's basketball is the purest form of basketball out there today. And a lot of people would continue to agree with the late, great John Wooden right up to this point here today. Lions are leading it by 13, 27 to 14 over Rose Holman. And it's because the Lions have done such a good job of shooting here this afternoon. They are shooting 53% from three-point range. They've put up 27 shots. 15 of them have been from three-point range, and they've hit eight of them. They are 9 of 27 from the field as a total for 33%. And they've gone just 1 of 2 from the charity stripe for 50%. So they are shooting better from three-point range outside the 19-foot arc than they are from the 15-foot arc at the free-throw line. As a matter of fact, Rose Holman, that's where they're having their problems. They are 0 of 5 from three-point range. They have not hit a three-pointer here this afternoon. And coming into this afternoon's ballgame, when you looked at Rose Holman, they were not shooting very well from three-point range anyway. They were shooting just 22% from the three-point arc heading into this afternoon's ballgame. But from the field, they've put up just 23 shots. They've hit seven of them for 30% here today, and they are 0 of 2 from the free throw line today. As far as the turnovers are concerned, Rose has committed 15 turnovers to just seven for the Lions today. And when you look at what that did, they don't have the... how many points were by turnover here on the stat sheet for us this afternoon. But nonetheless, the Lions are being really forcing a lot of turnovers here today. 15 for Rose Holman and 7 for Mount St. Joseph. I apologize. I'm trying to take a look and see if they've got it someplace else here on the score sheet. And it is nowhere 
to be seen. Lions' biggest lead today was 13 with 46 seconds to go in the half. And Rose Holman, they have not had the lead this afternoon. The game was tied at one point in time, but that was a 12 apiece. And then after that, the Lions ran off five in a row. As far as rebounds are concerned, the Lions have grabbed just 13 rebounds, but it's because they're shooting the basketball so well. Rose Holman, though, has grabbed 23 rebounds, eight of them offensive. The Lions, as I said, 13 rebounds this afternoon, and four of them have been offensive. Taking a look at the individual stats for this afternoon, first of all, for Mount St. Joseph, they are being led in scoring by Chloe Jansen. She's got 16 points today in almost 19 minutes of action. Five of eight from the field. She's five of five from three-point range. We'll see what happens when she switches ends of the floor. And she's one of two from the charity stripe. Four rebounds this afternoon for Jansen in the ball game, And she's got two assists and one turnover. Five points for Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy, two of eight from the field, one of four from three-point range. She's committed a foul in the ballgame. And six points going to Mackenzie Markham. Markham, two of three from the field, and they all came from three-point range here this afternoon. Markham with six points in the ballgame. That's it as far as the scoring totals are concerned for the Lions. Haley, Haley Scott, Aaliyah Huff, Jaleel Fair-Harris, Cameron McCool, Rachel Moody, Maggie Schoolfield, and Carly Dalton all played but didn't score in the first half of action. As far as rebounds are concerned, Chloe Jansen has grabbed four of them and Aaliyah Huff three for the Lions. For Rose Holman, they are being led by Jordan Barlow with six points off the bench this afternoon in almost 11 minutes of action. She's three of three from the field here today with three rebounds in the ballgame. Four points going to Nosa Igahan. Igahan in 12 and a half minutes, two of two from the field, but 0 of two from the free throw line, three rebounds in the ballgame, and two fouls in the contest. Two points each to Hannah Woody out of Milford and Desiree Webster. And that's it also for Rose Hallman. Rose Burnham, Nola Wilson, Kayla Jester, and Avery Lumen all played but did not score in the first half of action. Lions kind of continue to shoot, move the basketball effectively, and continue conference game of the year and snap this 18-game winning streak that Rose Holman has over Dan Benjamin and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. It's the Mount 27, Rose 14, game one of our double dip this afternoon. I'm Dave Mitchell. Second half action is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're listening to Mount St. Joseph College Basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. We're at halftime of today's game, and you've been listening to the Minutemen Halftime Report. Minutemen Staffing, located in Cincinnati at 6600 Dixie Highway. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor. 
and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Social media has exploded over the years. The way we interact, receive news, and comment with everything has changed in this decade, and Twitter is where people usually discover what's happening. This is Dave Mitchell. With over 500 million tweets being sent each day, hundreds of millions of people are exploring links, articles, retweets, trends, and moments to find out what's new. Businesses strengthen their brands, friends promote themselves, and some just want more followers and likes. I just want to hear from you. Before, during, or after, send me your comments about the game to my Twitter, OHBBCohost. That's O-H-B-B-C-O-H-O-S-T. I hope to hear from you soon. That's OHBBCohost. Well, the Lions will have the basketball to open up this third quarter of play from the Harrington Center, and they come out to start the second half with Chloe Jansen, the original starting five, actually. Jaleel Fair-Harris, Aaliyah Huff, Maddie Haberthy, and Haley Scott. And let's see, the officials are going to have to confer. I actually think the ball is supposed to be going to Rose Holman. They've got Mount ready to put the ball in play, but I think Mount actually had the last jump ball. John Prevo is up arguing about it, and they may have to go back into the play-by-play and take a look at it. The officials are going to confirm. They're going to keep it with Mount St. Joseph. I'm not going to argue, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think Rose is supposed to have the basketball. Rose is out onto the floor with their original starting five also. Burnham, Igihan, Jester, Wilson, and Barlow. Barlow is the leading scorer. Now the officials are going to continue to confer on this. If they come up and ask me, I'd tell them. I think it's Rose that's supposed to have the basketball, but it's going to be the mount that gets it to start the second half of action. And now they're John Prevo. He's going to continue his discussion with the officials near the scorer's table. And they're going to actually go back into the play-by-play, I think, and take a look at it. i I got to be honest. I think Rose was supposed to have the basketball. <laughs> They, there was a jump ball late in that first half that the Mount had the basketball, which would turn the arrow back over to Rose Holman, and that's what I've got marked down on my score sheet. And they're going to check everything throughout the scorebook and probably the play-by-play of the stats here and take a look at it. But on my sheet, which is far from being the official sheet, believe me, Game two coming up this afternoon, about half an hour after this one. And then coming up on Wednesday night, our next broadcast game will be Franklin coming to town. And Franklin, one of the first place teams in the conference and on the men's side, tied with Anderson at 4-1 and one on the year. And now the officials are going to go ahead and send both teams back to their respective benches to talk this thing through. Blake Watson, the stat freak extraordinaire that he is, the sports information director, taking a look back at the play-by-play of what's going on here. and We'll see how it does come out. I could be wrong. I think I'm right. Yeah, I, I think it is supposed to be Rose's basketball. 27-14. You know, the, the bad thing... This is just a personal comment, but the bad thing between basketball and football, you get fed at halftime, 
in football. You know, you get the wings and everything that come up here. And so now we've got it straightened out, and it is going to go over to Rose Hallman. I hate to say I told you so, but <laughs> that's the way it is. My stat sheet proved to be correct. 27-14, now Rose is going to have the basketball to open up the second half. And Jester will put the ball in play into the backcourt. Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen. Woody brings it up, gets the ball over to Wilson. Wilson lost it on the baseline, threw it back out to Woody, though, on the right wing. Lions start out in a 2-3 zone defense, it looks like. Now back over on the right side, Woody. Woody dribbles right of the lane, stops, picks up the dribble, kicks it over into the left corner, and knocked out of bounds by Chloe Jansen. It will stay with Rose Holman with 11 on the shot clock. Putting the ball in play will be Jester. Jester looking around and trying to find somebody. Now finally does to Woody. Woody between the circles, guarded by Haberthy. Lions back to the man-to-man. Woody with the basketball out of Milford High School. Gets it down to Barlow. Put it up the shot. It was blocked out of the air. The shot clock went off, but the Lions had the basketball. They'll bring it the other way. Jansen kicks it off to Scott. Back out to Jaleel Fair-Harris. Right wing three. Hit the side iron. No. Rebound tapped out front, and it's picked off the floor by Jester. Jester gets a bounce pass on the left-hand side to Burnham. Spins into the lane. Put it up with the right hand. Nope. And then Burnham knocked it out of bounds on the rebound, and it will go back to Mount St. Joseph. That game against Franklin on Wednesday night will tip off at 7.30 and we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7 o'clock. So be sure to join us then with the basketball on the right-hand side. And we've got a whistle and a foul is called. Aaliyah Huff was setting a pick and putting her shoulder down and running over Huff was Jester. And she picked up the foul. It's the first of the second half, her third, I believe. And that's what it will be here in the ball game. So Jester will leave and Desiree Webster, who scored two points in the first half, checks in. So John Prevo going to go a little smaller than what he has been going here early. Inbounds pass by the Lions, out front to Haberthy, over to Scott, feeds it on the right side to Jansen. Jansen was scorching, five for five in that first half. Crossover dribble, gets it back over to Scott, bounce pass right of the lane to Huff, nine on the shot clock. Huff with the top of the key. Back to Scott. Right wing Haberthy. Haberthy around a pick by Scott. On the give and go. Back to Scott. Scott lost the handle. Ball knocked away. Shot clock goes off. And taking it out of the air is Barlow. And then the ball got went over to Webster. And Webster kicked it off her knee and out of bounds. Back to the mound. So the Lions have the basketball in the front court over on the far side. 8.36 left to go. Mackenzie Markham back into the ballgame for the Lions. Markham had six points in the first half. Inbounds pass. Made from Jansen. Goes to Haberthy. Right wing Markham. Markham looked for the long three-pointer but decided against it. Now goes back out front to Jansen. Bounce pass to Huff. Right elbow. Huff dribbles top side. Back over to Jansen. On the right wing, Fair Harris. Harris with a left-hand dribble to the left elbow from 14. Left side of the lane. No good. And the rebound taken down by Rose Burnham. Burnham then dribbled out of a crowd. Picked up her dribble and got it back over to Nola Wilson. And she'll bring it up. Hounded by Fair Harris, though, across the timeline. Wilson with it. Top of the key. Behind the back dribble. Near the center circle. Over on the left-hand side to Webster. Around a pick. She'll pull up. Shoot it from 17. Shot at 15. But a foul is going to be called on the shot. And that will be against the Lions. And I believe it's going to be on the lead of Huff. Looked like Huff was way out of the play, but they got her for the foul. That is her first. 
check out, excuse me, that is her second and the first against the Lions as a team. But Webster was in the act of shooting, so she'll go to the line shooting two. First trip to the strike today for her. She's got two points, and she puts that one up, and it's no good. Webster coming in was shooting 58% from the free throw line, averaging six a game. 7.59 remaining to go in the third quarter. Lions lead it by 13. We started out the game four minutes and 55 seconds. We went scoreless to start it. We're not going to match that here, but this one went two minutes and 51 seconds. So bringing it up the floor on that free throw that was good by Webster. She's got three, and the Lions have the basketball. Jansen crossover dribble kicked away by Webster, but off of Jansen's foot and out of bounds. And the turnover gives it back. To Rose Hallman. Turnovers 15-7 to in that first half. Rose Hallman committing 15, but they have forced a couple here early on the mound. With it is Webster on the right side. Webster outside the arc between the circles to Burnham. Burnham picked up the dribble on the left wing to Woody. Woody spins, gets it back out to Wilson on the right side. Burnham down on the right baseline. It goes underneath. Picked up by Barlow. And Barlow from five feet put it up and in. Barlow's got eight. And don't look now, but Rose has cut it to 10, 27-17. The other way comes Jansen. Gets it off between the circles to Markham. Markham was hot, too, in that first half. Jansen, crossover dribble, dribbles left in the lane. Kicks it off left baseline to Scott. Now back out front, excuse me, Rachel Moody, who's come in for Scott. Down on the left baseline to Jansen for the three. Got it again! 19 in the ball game for Jansen. And the Lions are back out in front of it here this afternoon by 13 at 30-17. to 17. Into the front court comes Webster. Webster top of the circle on the right side, Woody. Now back over to John Burnham. Burnham gets it over to Webster. Webster with the basketball. Cross court all the way over to the other side to Woody. Dribbles baseline right. Puts up the shot. Blocked out of the air by Huff. Pulled out of the air by Haberthy. Haberthy will bring it the other way for the Lions. From right to left. To the top of the key. To the line. To the right side of the lane. Bounce pass to Huff. Kicked it back right to Haberthy though. Now back out front to Moody. Over to Haberthy between the circles with a left-hand dribble. Looks at the left wing. Now gets it inside the circle to Huff. Kicks it over on the right side to Moody. Moody now will dribble out between the circles. Nine on the shot clock for the Lions. Moody left to the front court. Around a pick by Huff. Crossover dribble trying to create. Now to Haberthy. She'll drive right to the lane. Puts it up from five. Blocked out of the air and pulled out of the air by Burnham. Boy, Woody did a nice job of blocking the shot and then... Burnham came away with the ball. Woody with the basketball now for Rose Hallman. Bounce pass on the right-hand side to Wilson. Wilson sizes up Markham, but gets it over on the right-hand side to Barlow from 12. Barlow shoots it right baseline. No rebound. Burnham. Burnham lost it on the baseline, and it's going to be a jump ball. And now Mount will have the basketball. So the Lions will get the basketball back 30-17 to on the play. With 5.32 remaining to go in this third quarter. 30-17, to 17, Lions lead it by 13. Bringing it up is the Mount's Chloe Jansen. Jansen bounce pass to Huff right over. Huff inside the circle, bounce pass to Jansen all the way to the bucket. Put it up with the left hand, partially blocked by Barlow again. Pulled out of the air by Webster. Webster leads the break and then threw it right past Woody and out of bounds for the turnover. 
That is 18 turnovers on the afternoon by Rose Holman. 5.15 left to go. We've still got a lot of basketball remaining, about 15 minutes left. Cameron McCool into the ball game and sitting down Rachel Moody. Moody with a couple of rebounds scoreless today. Igihan's going to come back into the ball game along with Lumen for Rose Holman at the next dead ball. With it is Jansen. Gets it off to Cameron McCool. Now over on the right side to Harris. Fair Harris with the basketball on the left-hand side. Now setting up the offense. 12 on the shot clock. Fair Harris around a pick by Huff. Right of the lane. Spins into the lane. Threw it up in the left hand. Nope, but she's going to be fouled and go to the line. And the foul will be called. I believe it's going to be on Webster. Check and see who that foul is on. I believe it's going to be called on Webster. Second foul against Rose Holman. And the foul will actually be called on Jordan Barlow. That's her first. Media timeout, 4.52 left to go in this third quarter. Your score, it's now Mount St. Joseph 30, Rose Holman 17 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Well, just checking some of the scores that are going on around... The Heartland, just women's basketball right now. Franklin defeated Anderson 68-62. to Transylvania destroyed Defiance this afternoon 75-46. And Manchester is losing by 13 to Earlham 48-35. There's three and a half left to go in the third quarter in that one. The 4 o'clock tip-off will be Bluffton at Hanover. This afternoon in men's basketball, Bluffton is at Hanover. Defiance goes to Transylvania. Franklin is at Anderson. And Manchester will be at Earlham. All those games are getting underway at either 3 or 4 o'clock today. Going line left, Jaleel Fair-Harris shooting two. Put up the first one, up and in. So Jaleel with her first points of the ball game. Came in averaging just under two points a game. Puts that one up and in. So she's hit her average with two points. Went to the line, actually... Fair Harris has not been there very often this year, but she's shooting 38% from the strike. 32-17, left to go. And the rebound pulled down by Rose Holman. Rose gets it off to Wilson. Wilson looks, bounce pass on the right-hand side to Iguodon. Iguodon back out front to Lumen. Lumen kicks it over to Webster, left wing for the three, standing on the arc, no good. And Aaliyah Huff got the rebound. Huff with four rebounds here this afternoon. Kicks it up the floor to Harris. Harris with 4.10 to go in this first third quarter play. Gets a bounce pass on the right side. Huff back to Haberthy. Right wing Markham. Now back to Huff. Lines of impatient and not forced up shots here this afternoon. Harris on the left wing. Back out between the circles to Markham. Drives right of the lane. Markham all the way. Threw it up high off the glass. No. Huff got it back and she went up for the shot and got fouled down low. And the foul will be called on Rose Holman, and that's going to be on Igihan. Igihan with her first. And that's the third against Rose as a team. And Aaliyah Huff will go line left, shooting two. Huff on the year, 
43% from the strike. Puts it up and rattles it in and out. No good. So one thing the Lions have not done well here this afternoon, that's shoot free throws. They've shot better from outside the arc than they have inside. Second one by Huff. In and out again. Same way. And the rebound taken down by Avery Lumen. Kicks it off up the floor to Woody into the front court with a left-hand dribble. Woody bounce pass on the left-hand side to Webster, looking down low, and then she drug her pivot foot, trying to make a pass to the right side, drug her left foot, and the turnover gives it back to the Lions. Chloe Jansen's back into the ball game along with Maddie Haberthy, and leaving is Harris and Huff as they get a breather with 3.40 left to go in this third quarter. Haberthy's not going to run the point for the Lions out of a 1-4 offensive set. Haberthy, top of the key to the right of the lane, all the way to the hole. Haberthy laid it up, hit the bottom of the rim, no good. Rebound tapped over to Woody. Hannah Woody with the rebound. She'll lead the break from left to right, and now she'll slow it up. Behind the back dribble, guarded by Haberthy. Spins to her left with the right-hand dribble. Behind the back again, and out near the center circle. Kicks a pass over to Webster. Sideline left outside the arc. Guarded by Carly Dalton, who's back into the lineup for the Lions over on the left-hand side is Woody, and Woody let the pass go right through her hands and out of bounds. Boy, those kind of turnovers will just drive a coach to go batty, and it drives John Prevo to use a full timeout here this afternoon. 3:08 left to go in the third quarter of play. It's now the mound up by 15. Mount St. Joseph 32, Rose Holman 17 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky, schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone, and your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com, or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, for Rose Holman, they have got Webster on the floor, along with Lumen, Woody, Igihan, and Wilson for the Lions, who have the basketball after that timeout by John Prevo. They have it to Haberthy. Top of the key, it goes to Jansen. She's on the floor with Markham, Carly Dalton, and Cameron McCool, who's into the left corner. Jansen out front on the right side. Dribbles in the left hand to the free throw line. Left of the lane. Off to McCool left corner. Dribbles left of the lane. All the way to the hole. Put up the shot. Blocked by Igyahan. And it's pulled out of the air by Woody. That's three block shots this afternoon by Igyahan. Woody bounce pass on the left hand side to Lumen. Now back over to Wilson. Top of the key. Igyahan. Igyahan gets a pass on the right wing. Over to Woody. Woody with two and a half remaining to go in this third quarter. 14 on the shot clock. Webster backs it out at the left wing. Back out front to Woody. And going for the pass but committing the foul is Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy just couldn't get there in time. That is her first. And that's the second against the Lions as a team here in this third quarter. 
2.23 remaining in the third. Webster will put it in play in the front court on the far side. Inbounds pass stolen by Jansen. And then Jansen tried to do the tightrope on the sideline and couldn't stay in bounds. Gave it right back to the Rose Holman fighting engineers. 32-17. Putting it in play will be Webster. Webster near the corner on the far side. Inbounds the ball out front to Wilson. Wilson with it between the circles. Crossover dribble. Then she almost double dribbled with it. Couldn't go after the basketball. Stolen away by Haberthy. All the way to the hole. Laid it up and in. 21 turnovers leading to a bucket by Maddie Haberthy. She's got seven. And it's 34-17. The Lions have doubled up on Rose Hallman with a minute 58 to go in this third quarter. Webster bounce pass on the right side to Woody. Woody dribbles down to the baseline. Hook pass back out front to Barlow. Barlow gets it back to Webster. She'll drive the lane, lay up a shot, no good from five feet, and a foul is going to be called on a scrum underneath the bucket. And the foul, I believe, is going to be called on Igehan. 1.43 left to go, and that will be a foul on Nosa Igehan. That is her second personal foul, and the fourth against Rose as a team. So with a minute 43 to go in this third quarter, it's 34-17 Mount. And bringing it up will be Maddie Haberthy. Feeds it left-hand side to Jansen. Back out top of the circle to Haberthy. Bounce pass underneath to Dalton. Dalton put up the shot. No, but she's fouled. And you can pick. It's either going to be Barlow or Igihan, and it will be Barlow. That is her second. And that puts Rose over the limit here in the third quarter. A minute 31 to go. 34-17. Line left is Carly Dalton. Puts it up, and it is no good off the side iron. She came in scoreless in the ballgame. Dalton on the year from the charity stripe, shooting 33% from the line, averaging 1.2 points per ballgame, the freshman. Eyes the second one, spins it, shoots it. That one hit the back iron also. And the rebound taken down by Woody. Woody in the backcourt. Double team. Can't find anybody. She's double teamed. Now gets a pass thrown away and out of bounds. Woody just had no place to go with the basketball. Lions did an excellent job of double teaming her down in the corner. She had no place to go with the ball. A minute 22 to go after the turnover. Gives it back to the Lions. They inbound the ball just to the end of their bench. They inbound it to Haberthy. Haberthy dribbles down to the left wing inside the arc. Now back outside the arc. And feeds a bounce pass to Mackenzie Markham between the circles. On the right side to Chloe Jansen. Jansen with the basketball. Crossover dribble. Top of the key. Now spins it back out near the center circle. 15 on the shot clock. Over to Markham. Sideline right outside the arc. Top of the key, Jansen. Jansen crossover dribble to the line. Dumps it off underneath to Dalton. Dalton put it up. No, but she's going to be knocked to the floor and fouled. And Dalton will go back, line left. So Carly Dalton will go back to the line, and the foul will be called on Kaylin Jester. Jester with her fourth personal foul. And Jaleel Fair-Harris will come into the ballgame. Chloe Jansen will get a breather for the last 56.9 seconds of the third quarter. Nola Wilson comes in also for Rose Holman and sitting down will be Jester after she picked up her fourth personal. Line left Dalton. She's 0 for 2 from the stripe. Came in shooting 33% from the free throw line. And she put it up and in. 
Dalton with her first point of the ball game. Now she'll get the second one from line left. Makes it 35-17. Few dribbles. Puts it up in the air. Spins it in her hand. Shoots it. Got it again. You just got to get the feel from the free throw line. Sometimes you have to wonder if that's it. Now Schoolfield will come back in. Maggie Schoolfield checks into the ball game. And sitting down is Cameron McCool. Wilson in the backcourt. We're under a minute to go in this third quarter. 36-17 lines with their biggest lead of the day of 19. On the left-hand side, Woody. Top of the key, Webster. Webster pulls up from 17. Left elbow, no good. Line drive shot. Pulled off the backboard by Jaleel Fair-Harris. Harris will bring it into the front court. On the right side, Haberthy tried to put up a shot. Blocked out of the air again by Agehan. That's her fourth block of the afternoon. Agehan clears it up the floor to Wilson. Wilson pulls up from 17. Left wing, no good. And Mackenzie Markham took down the rebound for the Lions. Markham gets it off up the floor to Haberthy. Laid it up. No. Dalton got it back. No block from behind. Pulled out of the air by Igihan. Igihan gets it on the right-hand side to Woody. Feeds a pass up the floor to Barlow. Went through her and out of bounds. Back to the Lions. 11.1 seconds left to go in this third quarter. Jansen now will come back into the ballgame. And Harris will leave. That... Dan Benjamin's thinking is that Jansen, as hot as she is, coming in gives them an extra shooter on the floor with 11 seconds to go. Jansen will put the ball in play on the back baseline, does to Haberthy, back to Jansen. Jansen with nine. She's got to hustle it across the timeline. Six seconds to go. Off to Haberthy. Haberthy right wing, three seconds. Got the ball knocked free. Haberthy picks it up, and she doesn't have time to launch the shot. That's the end of the third quarter of play here from the Harrington Center. And your score at the end of three, Mount St. Joseph 36. Rose Holman 17 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Minutemen Staffing in Cincinnati has been helping companies large and small meet their production challenges for over 35 years. What makes Minutemen Staffing different? The people. Minutemen Staffing has learned never to take a customer for granted. We feel a sense of honor and humility giving you an opportunity to work. Learn what sets us apart from the other staffing agencies. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing. Call today, 579-0010. Well, you know, the NFL playoffs continue this afternoon, and in those playoff games coming up this afternoon, it's going to be fairly interesting because you've got two games this afternoon, and then you've got two games tomorrow. And for whatever reason, now all of a sudden I have got an ad on my computer screen trying to tell you what the games are this afternoon. So in the NFL this afternoon, well, we'll get to that in a little bit, but right now, Rose Hallman has the basketball to open up the second half of play. Rose Hallman, or the fourth quarter play, I should say. Wilson shoots a 15-footer left-hand side, put it up no good. Woody got the rebound. Back inside to Igehan, 10-footer point-blank range, no good. Huff grabbed the rebound, but a foul is going to be called on Chloe Jansen as 
looked like maybe she got an arm on Egyhan on the shot. Jansen with her first person. And that's the first against the mound here in the fourth quarter. Game two coming up. And John Prevo wanted to come over and have some words with the official scorer. And I'm not sure what that was all about, but immediately he was satisfied and walked back to the bench. With it, inbounds pass made to Webster, left wing three, no good. Rebound, Woody. Woody took it away from Haberth. He put it up, blocked from behind by Haberth. Or it might have been Jansen. That's pulled out of the air by Huff up the floor to Haberthy on the left wing. She'll spin it back out, off to Schoolfield, and now back out front. On the left-hand side to Chloe Jansen. Jansen with the basketball, right side, drives the lane, laid it up, and it won't go. She blew the bunny but got her own rebound. Back to Haberthy, right side Markham. First shot of the day that Jansen misses, and it's in a layup. With it is Haberthy. Haberthy with the yo-yo around a pick by Huff. Right of the circle, between the circles, it goes to Huff. To Jansen, back to Haberthy, top of the key. Haberthy for three, rattled it home. Haberthy's got ten on two threes this afternoon. And it's 39-17 Lions with their biggest lead of the year of 22. With it between the circles is Burnham. Burnham. Gets it on the left-hand side to Woody. Woody dribbles baseline left. Stops, pops it with a left hand from 10 feet. No good. Rebound knocked out of bounds. But saved by Burnham on a nice hustle play. Gets it back to Wilson. Wilson over to Webster. Webster sideline left to Woody. Between the circles for Burnham. Now over to Wilson. Bounce past Webster. Underneath to Igyahan. One dribble into the lane. Put it up with the left hand. Too hard off the back iron. Aliyah Huff got the rebound. Huff clears it off up the floor to Chloe Jansen. Jansen to the top of the key. Crossover dribble left of the lane. Bounces underneath the Huff on a nice feed. Laid it up and in. Aaliyah Huff with her first two. 41-17 Lions. Easily their best defensive performance of the year. Giving up the least amount of points. 7.56 left to go. With it on the left-hand side, Burnham now goes to Webster. Sideline left. Outside the arc. Takes a step inside but gets it back up front to Wilson. Wilson over on the right wing, Woody for three, no good. Rebound taken down by Mackenzie Markham. Markham gets the ball up the floor into the front court, off to Harmathy for three, no good. Pulled out of the air by Chloe Jansen, pulled down by Schoolfield, and a jump ball is going to be called. And it'll go back to the mound on the block shot. Jester will come back in, and Webster's going to leave the ball game. 7.34 left to go. Well, if there's anybody that can rebuild this program at Rose Hallman, it's John Prevo. He has proven it. What a career this guy has had at Rose. With it between the circles, Haberthy on the right-hand side, it goes to Schoolfield, and a foul is going to be called as Chloe Jansen got banged around like a pinball machine and ended up on the ground, and a foul is called against Diggins. That is her third, and that's the first against Rose here in the fourth. 7.31 remaining to go. Lions looking to break this 18-game losing streak, and Jansen lost the basketball out of bounds. So the turnover gives it back to Rose Holman. Putting it in play. Rose, they get the basketball up the floor into the front court. It goes to to Woody, lob pass underneath to Igihan. Igihan back out front, and it goes to Wilson for the three. No good rebound. Igihan put it back up, blocked by Huff, but Huff got her across the arm for the foul. So Igihan will go 
line right, shooting a couple of free throws. Well, today, 435, you've got Minnesota playing San Francisco in the NFL, and Tennessee will play Baltimore tonight. That'll be the second playoff game this evening in the NFL. Timeout going to Mount St. Joseph. It'll be a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. That Minnesota-San Francisco game should be a very entertaining one. If anybody can beat Baltimore, I'm going to go on the record and say it right now, it's Tennessee. They run the ball equally well as Baltimore does, and boy, they play some physical defense. Lamar Jackson may get his head ripped off in this game. Now, is Baltimore going to win? I still think so, but Tennessee's the team that can beat them. 41-17, your score, Mount over Rose. Second game coming up right after this one. It's the 6-6, six and six. Rose Holman fighting engineers coming in to face off against the Lions here this afternoon on their home floor. The Lions head into this one in the Heartland Conference just 1-4, and four, but 2-10 and ten overall, and they have lost four in a row. Rose Holman, the men's team, coming in after winning their ball game on Wednesday night in overtime over Earlham. They won by 12, but that game still went into overtime. 7-10 to go in this one. And the Lions handily on top of it, 41-17. Iggy Hahn will go line right. She is 0-2 for 2 from the stripe this afternoon for four points, scoreless in the second half. Isaac missed it. So now she's 0-3. for 3. She came in this year shooting 33% from the stripe. Second one by Iggy Hahn from line right with 7-10 remaining. Puts it up, and it is good. She just deadened it on the back iron and got it to drop in. That's five for her. One for four from the strike. Lions lead it 41-18. Into the front court. With the basketball is Huff. Huff hands it off to Haberthy. On the left side, Markham. Markham between the circles. Goes over to Haberthy. Tried to kick it over to Schoolfield, and it went right by her and out of bounds. That's 11 turnovers in this ballgame on Mount St. Joseph. Schoolfield will leave the ballgame, so will Huff. And back into the con- contest is Cameron McCool. And also in is Haley Scott. Bring it up. Woody for Rose Holman. Goes on the right-hand side to Burnham. Now to Woody again at the right wing. Woody looking down low. Finds Igyahan. Double team. Kicks it back out to the left wing to Jester for three. Got it. Jester with her first three. Igyahan did a nice job of recognizing the double team coming over. and Kicked it out to the open girl, and that was Jester for the three. 41-21 your score. Scott, left-hand side. Two Jansen. Now off to Maddie Haberthy, left wing. Spins to her left. Back out to Scott. In the circles. Haberthy. Excuse me, to Jansen. Jansen from the top of the key with a left-hand dribble. And she's going to be bodied up and fouled. And the foul, I believe, is going to be called on Igan. And that is her fourth. It's the second here in this fourth quarter against Rose, so the team fouls are even at two apiece. 6.07 left to go. Lions with a comfortable 20-point lead, 41-21. Good crowd making its way here into the Harrington Center. 
Jansen will put it in play right in front of her own bench. Inbounds it between the circles to Haberthy. Now back to Jansen. Jansen on the wing. Six minutes to go in the ballgame. Around a pick. Kicks it over on the right-hand side to Cameron Matul. She'll dribble to the free-throw line. Give it back to Haley Scott for the 15-footer. No, but she's fouled on the fall-away jumper. So you never want to foul somebody on a fall-away jumper. And Egehan is going to get eliminated from this game because that is her fifth personal foul. Tell you what, she's going to be a good one, though. She is long and lanky and able to block a shot from anywhere on the floor. But she fought out of this ball game, and Burnham is back into the contest. Going line left, Haley Scott shoots it, got it. Scott came in on the year 79%. And she's line left shooting the second one. That was her first point of the ball game. Put that one up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Wilson gets it up. Esther double, all but the officials never saw it. Kicks it over to Woody on the right side. Woody with it on the right wing. Back out front to Jester. Jab to her right and then walked with the basketball. Well, I think the official had to run that play through in his mind before he finally called the call, made the call. 42-21, Lions again have doubled up on Rose here this afternoon. Five and a half left to go. They're going to break an 18-game losing streak to the Fighting Engineers. Bounce pass to Markham on the left-hand side. They're going to do it decisively here today. Markham with the basketball between the circles. Off to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy, bodied up by Woody. He's going to drive the lane. Stops, pops it from 15 right side. In and out, no good. Rebound loose. Lost with Barlow, but it goes right into the hands of Woody. Now Woody's double-teamed in the backcourt. And a foul will be called on Mount St. Joseph on that double team, and it's going to be on Cameron McCool. McCool picking up her third personal. And that's the third against the Mount here in this third, fourth quarter. Five minutes exactly to go in the ballgame. Lions 42, Rose 21 on the left-hand side. Barlow kicks it off. To Woody. Bounce pass left of the lane to Burnham and reaching in and trying to steal the ball away is McCool, but McCool will get called for coming over the top and pick up the foul. That is her fourth personal. That's the fourth against the Lions as a team. And now Dan Benjamin wants to talk things over here from the Harrington Center. 4.52 left to go in the ball game. Your score. It is Mount 42, Rose 21 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Decided a tattoo you had done isn't for you anymore, but you don't want to go through the long, tedious, and sometimes painful removal process? Now you can have it removed using the innovative PicoWay laser technology from Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. They're on the leading edge of tattoo removal. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling 866-219-0672. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers. Forty-two twenty-one, Mount St. Joseph with the lead. Four fifty-two left to go in the ball game, and it is a big lead for the Mount, and they'll break an eighteen-game losing streak to the Fighting Engineers. Woody will put the ball in play, left of her own bucket on the back baseline, looking, looking, can't find anyone. Inbounds pass stolen away by Jansen. Lions 
just a smothering type of defense in the second half. On the left baseline is Haberthy. Now left wing to Moody. Moody with it. Back over on the right-hand side. It goes to Jansen. Feeds it right sideline to Markham. Around the horn it goes over to Moody. On the left wing, Haberthy. Back to Moody. Looking down low for Huff. They're going to throw it on the back door. Lob to her, but it goes out of bounds. Last touch by Barlow. So the ball stays with the Lions. Crowd starting to get just a little bit larger this afternoon as that men's game approaches. Inbounds pass. Made the Huff. Huff is going to throw up a 15-footer left side. She had to because the shot clock was running out. It's no good. Rebound Wilson. Wilson all the way to the hole. Throws it up off the glass and rim. Nope. But a foul is called on the shot against the mount. And that's on Rachel Moody. That is her first and the fifth against the Lions as a team. Burnham will leave the ball game for Rose. Checking back in is Lumen. 42-21, 417 remaining. And line right is Wilson. Puts it up no good. 4.17 to go. 42-21. Second one by Wilson is up. No good again. Rebound to Leah Huff. Huff has grabbed six of those today. Gets it up the floor to Haberthy. To the top of the circle. Haberthy with the right-hand dribble. Backs it out. Kicks it off on the right-hand side to Jansen. Jansen swings it. Now goes out back between the circles over on the left wing to Rachel Moody who's back in. Bounces the pass to Huff. Huff to the left wing, stolen away by Wilson. Wilson will lead the break for Rose. Stops, gets a bounce pass left side to Jester, laid it up and in. Boy, nice fast break by Rose Holman, and a foul is called away from the ball. Jester's got five in the ball game, and now Dan Benjamin wants to use a timeout after that play. This could conceivably turn into a four or five. And to go in the ball game. Your score, it's the Mount 42, Rose 23 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Mount St. Joseph University, our mission is to provide students with an affordable, world-class education in a safe, comfortable, private school setting. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. 42-23. Lions are leading it here this afternoon from the Harrington Center in game one of this doubleheader today. Let's take a look at some scores here this afternoon as we head to find out what's happening in the NCAA. We'll do that when we get a chance to kick back and going to the line is Jester and she put it up and in. So Jester has got six. They're just going to give her the free throw. And that makes it 42-24. Into the front court. On the right side, Farrah Harris has it over on the left hand side. 
Fair Harris with the basketball. Gets it back to Huff. Huff now to Moody on the right wing. Habert, they bounce past to Moody again, top of the key. Look for the three. Four on the shot clock. Dribbles left the lane to the corner. Gets it off to Jansen for the three. Missed it off the back iron. First three, she's missed, but she got her own rebound and she took it away from Lumen. Jansen with it in the front court. Between the circles to Harris. In the middle to Huff. Huff backing down. Kicks it back over to Harris. Right corner. Harris kicks it over on the right wing to Maddie Haberthy. And then she hands it back off to Fair Harris. To the free throw line. To the lane. To the left side of the lane. Threw it up. Partially blocked again by Barlow. Out to Haberthy for the three. Shot an air ball. And it will go back to Rose Holman on the turnover. Nobody had possession of the basketball when the shot clock went off. Take a look at some college basketball scores coming up here. In the second half, Louisville and Notre Dame tied up at 55. Wisconsin by four over Penn State, 41-37. Up the floor, Rose Holman stolen away by Jansen. Jansen the other way, into the left corner to Haberthy for the all-alone three. Got it! Haberthy with 13 in the ball game, 45-24, Lions by 21. Into the front court, two and a half left to go. Woody put it up, no good. Lumen got the rebound, no rebound taken down by Jester. Threw up a reverse layup shot, no good. And Huff got the rebound. Gets it off to Markham near the timeline, and she'll bring it into the front court. Markham back off to Fair Harris. Harris to the right elbow. Into the right corner to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy dribbles right of the lane. Throw up the shot. Blocked again by Jester. Pulled out of the air. Or by Barlow, excuse me. Pulled out of the air by Huff, and she drains it from 12 on the right side. Huff has got four, 47-24 mount. We're under two minutes to go in the ballgame. On the right wing is Lumen. Put up the 15-footer, no good, and Fair Harris got the rebound. Lions are going to break the 18-game losing streak against Rose. A minute 45 to go. Jansen brings it the other way. Goes off to Aaliyah Huff, left wing. Jansen kicks it over to Haberthy, right wing. Back to Jansen, top of the circle. Spins into the lane. Back out to Haberthy. Bounce pass in the lane to Huff. And Huff is going to be tied up by Barlow. Another block shot by Barlow. And this one's going to give the ball back to Rose Hallman. Carly Dalton's back into the ball game. Aaliyah Huff will leave. School Schoolfield is back into the ball game. And Jansen will leave. So the Lions have got Harris, Markham, Haberthy, Dalton and Schoolfield into the ball game for the last minute 25. Woody brings it up. She's out there with Wilson, Lumen, Barlow, and also Jester, who's got the basketball right now. Jester at the right wing, lobs it underneath inside the lane to Barlow, and Barlow made it up an under move and then got tripped up and knocked to the floor, but she'll be fouled and go to the line. And the foul will be called on Carly Dalton. That is her first and going line right. Will be Barlow. Put it up and in. She's one of those un, unsung players, Barlow is. She's got nine. Puts the second one up and in. What I mean by that is she doesn't do anything flash. She doesn't impress you with a lot of things. She just gets a lot of things done. Up the floor, Schoolfield, back out on the right wing to Maggie Haberthy, down into the corner to Schoolfield, tried to dump it off underneath to Dalton, but it was knocked free, picked off the floor by Haberthy, then tried to feed a pass underneath to 
Schoolfield. They got knocked free and out of bounds, but it will stay with the mount. 55.3 seconds to go. Game two coming up right after this one. You know it's game time. Scud's got his suit on. With it on the right wing as Dalton put up the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Jester. Jester gets it up the floor. Knocked away. Stolen by Dalton. Out of bounds. Last touch by Jester. It will stay with the mount. 44.6 seconds to go in the ballgame. And the inbounds is made to Maddie Haberthy. Haberthy, trying to get around a pick, ended up putting an elbow right into Woody, but Woody gets called for the foul. I think Woody came away, came away worse for wear on that foul call. On Woody, that is her second. And that's the fourth against Roger Bacon as a team. Harris will put the ball in play, but that's not until Webster comes back in. And leaving the ball game will be Woody. So Woody checks out of the contest and back in is Luna. Inbounds pass made to Haberthy. Haberthy gets it underneath the Dalton. Back out into the right corner on the play. To Maggie Schoolfield put it up no good, but the Bears got the rebound back and they have the basketball. Out into the timeline. Fair Harris with the basketball. 20 seconds to go. Shot clock down to four. Dan Benjamin says, let's not even throw up a shot. And that'll round out the shot clock. So Fair Harris just basically went on a dribbling exhibition, even though it wasn't as smooth as some could make it, but she still did what she was supposed to do, which is give up the basketball. Ten seconds to go in the ball game. Webster with it, left of the front court on the left-hand side. And she gets it over on the right wing. Top of the key, Wilson. Wilson at the buzzer. will shoot it from top side. Got it! And that will end the ball game. Nola Wilson with her first points of the ball game. She got a three. And your final score here this afternoon. It is Mount St. Joseph 47, Rose Holman 29. The 18-game winning streak by Rose over the Mount is over. The Lions improve their record to 3-10 and 10 overall, 2-4 and four in Heartland Conference play. While Rose falls to 1 and 12, and they are 2 0 and 6 in Heartland Conference play. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back to wrap things up from the Harrington Center and get ourselves prepped for the men's game coming up in just about a half an hour. We'll do that when we come back after these timeouts. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community. Open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. At Mount St. Joseph University, we're on a mission to make sure every single student succeeds in their career. With one teacher for every 11 students, our world-class professors and career counselors will ensure that you not only graduate, but get placed in the career you dreamed of. In fact, 98% of our undergraduates and 100% of our graduate students are working in their field within six months of graduation. Discover your potential. Discover the Mount at msj.edu slash admissions. Minutemen staffing wants you. Currently, Minutemen has more positions than workers. 
Are you in need of work? Maybe a change in direction? Were you laid off and need money to tide you over? Minutemen can help you out, in most cases on a temporary to permanent work assignment. Many companies have realized the advantages of hiring all their workers through Minutemen staffing. If you have warehouse, forklift, welding, general labor, or any other kind of industry experience, give Minutemen a call at 513-579-0010 or stop in at 6600 Dixie Highway in Fairfield to fill out an application. We'll put you to work within 24 hours. We go the extra mile to make sure your new position will be the right one. That's what separates Minutemen Staffing from the rest. With more than 35 years' experience in the area, Minutemen Staffing can turn your life around. We're proud that we're helping put Cincinnati back to work. Minutemen Staffing, located in Fairfield at 6600 Dixie Highway. Minutemen Staffing, call today at 579-0010. Minutemen Staffing is an equal opportunity employer. Well, the Lion women win here this afternoon by a final score of 47 to 29 in the ball game, and they were outstanding here today, shooting 28% from the field, 44% from three-point range in the contest, and they were 50% from the line. They forced 26 turnovers and got 20 points off of those turnovers here this afternoon, and the only bad news for them was the fact that they were out-rebounded 44 to 35 in the ball game. Good to see Double E here this afternoon. Eric Edwards back in the house here to today for the Mount St. Joseph Lions coming in to say hello to Craig McGee, the star guard for Rose Holman here this afternoon. So the Lions break an 18-game losing streak to the Rose Holman women. They win it by a final score of 47 to 29. They were led by Chloe Jansen with 19 points in the ball game. Maddie Haberthy had 13 in the contest, followed up by Mackenzie Markham's six. Aaliyah Huff had four. Jaleel Fair-Harris and Carly Dalton each had two, and Haley Scott had one for the Lions. For Rose Holman, they were led by Jordan Barlow with 10 points in the ball game. Then came Rahan Jester, or yes, Jester with six. Noza Igladon fouled out of the ball game with five points, three points each to Desiree Webster and Nola Wilson, and two points going to Hannah Moody from Milford High School in the ball game here today. So your final score, Lions win it here today, 47 to 29 to up their season mark to 3 and 10 overall, and they are 2 and 4 in Heartland Conference play, while Rose drops to 1 and 12, and they are 0 and 6 in the Heartland Conference. Our pregame show is coming up next for the men's game here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. At Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers, we utilize ink analytics, our plastic surgeon-developed diagnostics. Our exclusive ink analytics system lets us measure your tattoo against more than 60,000 treatments completed by our team. Reviewing over 40 unique factors about your skin and tattoo, ink analytics is able to predict the number of treatments you'll need to remove your ink, taking the guesswork out of tattoo removal. Because we're so confident in ink analytics, we guarantee our results, which means if your ink is gone before eight treatments, we will prorate and give you money back. And if your ink is not gone in eight treatments, we'll continue to treat you at no cost for up to a year. That's the Invisible Ink Guarantee. Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers works with integrity. Using the innovative PicoWay laser technology, Invisible Ink Tattoo Removers is on the leading edge. Located in Greater Cincinnati at 119 Fairfield Avenue in Bellevue, Kentucky. Schedule a free consultation today by calling them at 866-219-0672.